millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello one and all, welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast which is going to take you behind the scenes of the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass, as well as the automotive and social media worlds. You join me, your host Sam, from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass, as well as Tony from Gravelwood Castle. Good afternoon or good evening. Good evening. We are filming this the same day as the previous podcast. We are we are double decorating. Which is why we're in the same clothes. Which is why we're in the same clothes. That's basically why I was addressing that. Because there'll <laughs> definitely it? be some eagle-eyed people being like, why are you wearing the same clothes as last week? Um, um, this is all in our attempt to tackle uh, the sort of missing podcast that we, well, we've missed podcasts basically we, we, we've skipped weeks uh, and so we're busy men so we're, we're double upping today um, and so you still join us back here on Tony's Mezzanine uh, if you're watching us on YouTube make sure to hit subscribe turn notifications on for future episodes and if you're listening to us make sure to stay following us on whatever platform you are listening to us on including Spotify I'm going to keep pushing that yeah find us on Spotify does it do well on there? I think so People seem to be enjoying it. My my audio only numbers have gone up. Good. Um, you know, on average, fifty thousand people watch and listen to this podcast. So good. That's pretty outrageous. It's isn't it? very good. I mean, we obviously go up and down depending on what we're talking about. But yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. So thank you so much for yeah, all of you that you. tune in and listen to this. However you do, um, we really appreciate the support. Please continue to spread the word. We want to get more and more people uh, involved and listening and, and uh, appreciating this podcast as you guys do. So yeah, thanks again for the support. Today is a hot hatch special. Um, it's an area of the car market which is very, very popular. An area that I'm trying to sort of, not specialise in, but concentrate on at the moment with my main channel. Uh, and it felt like a good opportunity to to get some advice or some thoughts from Tony. Yeah. Because you obviously buy and sell plenty of hot hats. Yeah, we do, yeah. Right now, I know you've got a handful in stock. In fact, you almost always have a handful in stock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and are they a sort of popular... Car, do you find that you buy and sell quite a few of them in comparison to other cars, or where do they sit for you? Yeah, so sometimes it's quite strange how we come across them. So we'll have a period sometimes where that's all we take in part exchange, hot hatches. So people going into SUVs or sports cars, and they're coming out of their hot hatches, or... Um, from where we source our cars from, which are all main dealers, we don't go to auctions, they're taking hot hatches in part exchange. So, hence, that's why I've always got hot hatches in stock. And do you find that there's a particular type of customer in a hot hatch, or do they really vary? Uh, Well, they wear caps like you. (laughs) No, 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 they don't, no. Cap crew? (laughs) Um, No, they don't. It's stereotypical. Um, They are 
kind of your age. Okay. Maybe starting a family. Okay. So maybe they're coming out of their two-door sports car. Sure. They still want to keep the, the fun. So they get a five-door hot hatch. Uh, for those of you that uh, don't know, I'm 28, FYI. Yeah. 29 in two weeks. Or, or, or they're early 30, so they're a little bit younger than me. Um, and, and they don't want to commit to the S Max sure, yeah, Ford yeah. or the, <laughs> the Soccer Mum Mobile. Yeah. I, the reason I ask is I, I actually think that hot hatches do appeal to a huge variety of people. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, you, you've done well or, or you're in a fortunate position and they're your first or second car. Do you see a lot of sort of very young people in hot hatches? As you say, whether you're late 20s, early 30s and either want a bit more space or you're getting rid of the sports car or even if you're 40s and 50s and you just want something to just, you know, throw around and have a bit of a laugh in, they are such accessible cars in terms of power and price point. They're very practical and they they all are good all-rounders. They do everything. And I feel like they perform perfectly on an English B-road. Perfect. They're almost made for yep. the English B-road. Yep. And I wonder, across the world, where else, you know, hot hatches are particularly popular? Because I do feel like in the UK it's a real thing. Yeah, I think I think we're probably the biggest buyer of hot hatches in Europe. I would say. I would I would concur from a you know from a buyer's point of view um, rather than a salesman point of view. Uh, so anyway, what we want to do is Tony and I are going to pick our three current favourite hot hatches on the market, uh, discuss them, the attributes we like about them, things we don't like about them, uh, and then also try and present you with some sort of cheaper alternatives. Um, so this is going back to some of our early episodes when Tony gives some very useful buyer's advice. Yeah, we but don't do this at all. We haven't done it for a while. No. I know we've sort of forgotten about it. So we're bringing it back in form. Uh, if you're not interested in the hot hatch market, feel free to skip this episode and come back to next week's. Um, but it should hopefully still be interesting either way, because uh, we're chatting about cars and that's what we do here so let's get into things this is our hot hatch special awesome some of your well you put some b-roll in there well yeah I, I, i'm trying to in there's a new thing i'm trying to do where either that's where the credits will roll or that'll just be like a little jingle jangle or your youtube clip yeah not, not your youtube your instagram clip the swipe up one yeah so you'll get the little bit in there yeah like it's just like a little moment we'll see it might be nothing anyway uh so let's get things off tony yeah i would like please your three top hot hatches currently available on the market as new that I would buy. That you would go and buy. Personally. So new cars from factory. This is not used. Fine. I want your three new cars. So my number one uh, is the most expensive, obviously. It's what, if I want a hot hatch, it would be my first choice. And that's the Audi RS3. Okay. Brilliant car. Yeah. I would almost argue it's like a baby sports car. It's that quick. It's very fast. It's unbelievably fast and almost unrealistically fast. When we did the Hot Hatch tour, myself, JWW, Paul Wallace, Paul obviously came in the RS3 saloon and we gave him crap all week. Not only because he turned up in a saloon to a Hot Hatch tour, yeah. but also because this guy had basically triple the power as anyone else. I can't remember the stats because I'm useless. 400 horsepower. Thank you. I thought it was something like that. Um, I mean, that's crazy, don't you think? Yeah, 60 in under four seconds. They're very fast. How much are they new? That's its problem. So, it, it, 
It's 50 odd grand, mate. Which is Spect. outrageous. Yeah. And how does how do they hold value? Like no, they're good. They're good. No, 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 they're good. They're good. But them them and the A45, they're kind of in a league of their own. That they're they're what we would call uh, a lot of people probably know that we said this before. What we call a hyper hatch. Hyper hatch. Well, yeah. A hyper hatch. Because they're kind of a step up from the normal 300 horsepower hot hatches which is what they all roughly are now 280 300-ish they're all hovering around that mark the new 845 which is coming uh in a year or so will be 400 horsepower the current rs3 is 400 horsepower so they're the two that sit above the rest essentially in the market and they don't only sit above in performance right i mean in terms of interior quality build quality features that are included etc they are they are top of the range there as well right yeah which is why uh, i mean the, the 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 current a45 is a, is cheaper than the audi but when you sit in both cars you understand why because the, the the audi is just the best and yeah I, i've always found that i mean i love audi interiors but yeah in terms of the tech and the equipment that you get as standard i rs3 is just absolutely brilliant i think my downside to it is quattro go on no all i was gonna say is that the the in the uk i get it all year you're out and about you're absolutely thrashing it you don't have to blink i mean you just get in and just thrash it all the time but as a driver's car, I, for me, a very important part of a hot hatch is manual. And I would actually argue front wheel drive, even though one of my picks is really the opposite of that. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, the RS3 is too much for me. That's, I, I love it. But if I'm spending 50 grand, I'd probably go and get a used Jag instead. Do you yeah, know yeah, I mean? okay, it's, fine. It's too much. But you told me no. I, no, no, no. And Jag is not hot hatch. <laughs> what I'm saying is like, that's what yeah, like, yeah. It, that's what turns me off about that okay. car. It's brilliant, but it's it's too much. It is a lot of money, granted, but it is a very very good car, okay. and we've had loads of them, and we always sell them. And yeah, actually, you have an RS4 outside right now, right? New shape RS4. That's yeah, it, that's it. But yeah. you had an RS3 for a long time. Yeah, yeah. That's always it. normally run one. Perfect. Uh, okay, let's move on. What's next? So the next, which is what everyone buys with their own money, essentially. Um, that's the Golf R, the Volkswagen Golf R, which for value car for money, people. yeah, it is literally the people's car. For value for money, for everything you want a car to do, it's what we call a classless car. So whether you're um, lower class, middle class, or higher class, everyone in society accepts a Golf, um, and it is just faultless in making it 30 years uh, and at that price it, it's faultless is it essentially an RS3 in a Volkswagen body no no it's not that no, it's no. an S3 in an... it's an S3 okay fine uh, and we're now <clears throat> mark 7.5 is that right yeah mm. so a Golf R and an S3 are similarly priced the S3 is a little bit more money because it's an Audi but I'd have the Golf when is the Mark 8 coming? Do we know? Uh, well, it won't be yet, mate. The, the 7.5 has just come out. Oh, is it literally just come last out? Last year, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, so, okay, so it's pretty fresh. So yeah, it's still, yeah, a, yeah. still a good... Yeah, yeah, two... Fr but they'll facelift it maybe in three years. Because I love the look of that car. Yeah. Like, I genuinely... I don't know why, but I keep thinking about Golf R's at the moment. I keep seeing pictures of them. I'm just going to move my microphone slightly, sorry. Um... 
I think it's brilliant. And Lenny the Geezer, uh, fans or viewers of the main channel will know Lenny. Do you know uh, he dyes his hair? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that for a fact? I'm almost sure, mate. Lenny, if you're listening or watching, <laughs> this feels like a controversial topic. I need to get really. We need to get him in. No. Is it L'Oreal or Vanessa What? No. I'm telling you. Really? Mate, I've never met a vainer man in all my life. Oh my <laughs> God! Lenny, I'm so sorry. I didn't know this was coming. I love you, Lenny. I disagree. You're a beautiful human being. Oh my God! This is, there's get beef. In. There's beef on the podcast. <laughs> Don't you can come next to me, Lenny. Throw shade at Tony. <laughs> I got your back, bro. Um, wow, this is really taking a weird, a, a weird turn. Um, uh, so anyway, well, he's got a very nice car. Uh, it's beautiful, beautiful car, and that's a Golf R 7.5, all in black. It just looks mean as hell. Um, now. I want to come back to this because one of my picks sort of argues so we're going we're to come back to the golf because I think there's a very obvious other choice okay fine um, in that range um, but just keep rattling through I now want your third pick okay so the third pick is what every lad in Essex buys and that's the Fiesta ST hey, 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 it's been me hey. <laughs> have you driven the new one yet not the new one no okay but the previous gen is great brilliant brilliant me and Paul Wallace drove it down to Monaco for the Grand Prix two or three years ago three years ago brilliant little car yeah even on the motorway at 80 or 90 mile an hour it's solid and I've heard good things about the new one yeah yeah and it pops and crackles on the exhaust it's and it's fun though. to drive it's big it's big yeah it's, um, I don't think it looks it's too pretty I think it should be more aggressive yeah maybe looks nice inside it's got the new tablet on the on oh, the okay. dash okay so yeah it looks all looks a bit German actually to yeah, be honest yeah well there we go uh, and, and price wise what oh, I'm drop uh, I, I think what was the last one no, I think the new one is 19 and a half grand plus option. So be like 21, 22 grand ish. Don't quote me. I sure, think it's yeah, around yeah. that. Okay. Um, so for a mini hot hatch, I guess that's where we'd put it. It's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. What's a Golf GTI? 27? Mm. Or Focus RS? Focus RS is 30, right? 30 and a bit more, yeah. But even so, it. it it's a lot of money, but cars are cars are a fortune now. Cars are all cars are a fortune, but yeah. then uh, you know the finance or a leasing company comes along and That's suddenly exactly makes a not. So get in touch with Magnitude if you want to buy a Fiesta ST. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, super interesting picks, and I guess sort of ramping down you went RS3 Golf R Fiesta ST uh, a bit of a spread there that's why I've done it yeah that's why you've done well well played sir well played um, and slightly different driving dynamics for them RS3 and Golf R both Quattro big powered would you have the Golf is the Golf R DSG only uh, no both both would you have it DSG or manual uh, I'd have a DSG you'd have a DSG yeah, and yeah. a Fiesta uh, manual Manual yeah. yeah So it's weird that isn't it? I, I kind of agree As you uprate the power There's a point where it switch, It's just going to be quicker Isn't it Yeah having, yeah. The, having the auto Or the flappy paddle um, God no one's called them Flappy paddles for a while Have they uh, But yeah It's just going to be A quicker option But yeah When you're sort of Less powered A smaller car I agree you want the You've manuals. got time to think Yeah got time to think But it's more engaging That's how you kind of Want to rag it Yeah um, okay, so those are Tony's uh, Tony's three cars. What are your three? Well, that, let's we'll rattle through my three. Um, so I'll kick things off. I want to pick up on the golf thing because I would actually pick a golf GTI, and I know you mentioned it briefly. And my reasoning to this is that I think it's a little bit more classless, a little bit more car of the everyday person. I think golf is a bit big and shouty. 
brilliant, really cool. I actually kind of secretly really want one, but it's a bit like statement car. Whilst GTI just goes so under the radar, I would probably have a manual Golf GTI. You've got the old classic seats inside. Something about it, I think, is a bit more subtle. And I think that's important with a hot hatch. Yeah, yeah. Like, for me, the Honda Civic Type R, for example, is everything a hot hatch shouldn't be. It's unbelievably quick, but way too leery. Yeah. You want to be subtle in a hot yeah, hatch. Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting you say Golf GTI, because if you compare the GTI and the Golf R, um, obviously the Golf R, Golf R's got another 60 or 70 horsepower, and it's four-wheel drive, not two-wheel drive. But the GTI, they do a performance pack, which takes it to 240 or whatever. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But as a used car... The GTI holds its money better than the R. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because they don't make so many of them. So lease deals on an R, which is what floods the market, they're really cheap because the residual payments are really, the balloon payments are really strong on them. So when they become used after three years, they've evened themselves out and there isn't much difference between an R and a GTI because of that. Sure. Because there's more R's than GTI's. Sure. Yeah, oh, that's super interesting. So, do you find do you have more R's coming into stock than GTIs as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say we probably actually, to be honest, we we don't see enough of them. Okay. If I could have ten of each in stock, I always sell Golf GTIs, Golf GT Diesels, Golf R's. Whenever I get them, I sell them. Sell them quick. Um, I haven't got. I've got one coming. I've got a Golf GT. D coming um, I haven't got a GTI and I haven't got a Golf R at the minute 
because so, they're running around. Something loud has started up down on the uh, forecourt. Some cars have been moved around. Yeah, very nice. Um, but do you remember that classic uh, advertising campaign VW did, which was like like a golf? You know, I was just like a golf mate, or like well, slammed the, the door. Like they made the best adverts, they really but it, do. it was it was the epitome of golf. I mean, they yep. are fundamentally the best. My first car was a golf, yep. and I still tell people it's one of the best cars you can have as a first car um, because they just they just don't really do anything wrong. No, they're fantastic. Yeah. So GTI uh, would be my pick, but but as I've mentioned, I do lust after an R slightly. Um, moving on, uh, I'm going to say the Megane RS. You've been driving one for well, a week. Basically that. So I've just stepped out of one. Uh, You've given back? Yeah, yeah. I just okay, literally just stepped out of it. So yeah, sorry for the time lapse, time delay. Uh, any of you who are watching this, it's now obviously a couple of weeks ago that I stepped out of the car. But uh, uh, as of the date of recording, it was yesterday that I handed it back. Did you like it? I really liked it, mate. I really... Because you know what? I love a sporty Renault. I've always loved a sporty Renault. Me Going too. back to Megane R26R, Clio 182s. Like, oh, I just love a sporty Renault. I had Renault 5 turbos when I was growing up. Lad. Love Look em. at you go, show off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's just something cool about them. And around a track, they're mega. And they just feel like they're purposeful. Yeah. I love the look of the new Megane. I love the new of the Megane RS. Uh, inside, it, it was great. I don't know if I'd have the cup. So this is the 280 cup. Um, and I'm not sure I would have that. It was a bit, bit, firm. Too, bit too firm, uh, just a little unnecessary, maybe unless you're going to track it a lot. Now, I don't know when this is going out, this podcast. Oh, dear. I, I believe there is a fruitier version of the McGann coming. Is there? Legally, that's all I'm going to say right now because I don't know when I'm putting this out. But yes, I believe a fruitier version is coming. Does that mean you're going to get one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I was a Shmi or JWR. I bought it. But no, but I've, I just, I've just heard that there's a fruitier version coming. Um, so I, I, I'm intrigued by that because when I wasn't in sport mode, I could have used a little bit of extra power. But in sport mode, it, it flies along the road. And I, yeah, I just really like it. I think people still look down on the Renault badge, maybe. Uh... They're a few quid now. Like most cars, mm. um, again, I think um, Renault, Vauxhall, um, all them brands, I think their biggest problem is um, Ford with the RS sure. and Volkswagen with the Golfs. Yeah. I mean, I saw a few derogatory comments under my McGann video just saying, like, because the car I drove was 34 grand. See? And people were like, oh, way too much for a yeah, Renault. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll never pick a Renault. There's so many other cars I'd pick over a Renault. Which I always feel is the shame. Like it's it's that sort of. I remember when I went and drove that Toyota Yaris, the GRMN, back in the I beginning remember. of the year. Yeah, and there everyone just discounted it straight away. But it was so much fun. Yeah. I loved it. But it's sort of bad snobbery, isn't it? They Sorry? sold all then. Sold them all out. Yeah, yeah. they sold yeah, yeah, them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wicked little cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's bad snobbery. Yeah. And do you do you struggle sometimes with that in the hot hatch market? Like you know, because there are. I feel like every single brand now is making some kind of form of hot hatch. Look at the VW Up GTI, oh, yeah. coolest little thing in the world. I mean, that's again VW. But across the board, you've got Hyundai with the i30N. Um, it's supposed to be a good car. It's supposed to be a great car. Yeah. So do you find there's a bit of a bad snobbery sometimes if you're trying to push somebody into something that they're like, oh yeah, but that's only a. Hyundai or a Kia or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people always aspire to be the best and have the best. So, unless you're a pure petrol head, must have the best driving machine, you'd probably buy the Renault or the Honda. Mm. 
because yeah, they're the to sure. drive as ma both manual absolutely um and arguably two of the best drivers cars exactly. especially that civic yeah 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 that they're the two that you buy but they're very good at that the golf the focus the audi s3 sure they're good at everything yeah. they do everything and have a tiny bit more prestige and they hold their money a bit better mm. yeah interesting one there so I, I would love people not to write off the megan so quickly and give it a go but i understand why people do that just made me think of another car when we were just having that conversation there was another car that i was like oh everyone writes off so quickly go on. no but like oh a bath no i'm this isn't mate it's not in your list it's not on my list I, i'm amazed but do you know why because I, I love them and i adore them and everyone on the channel knows i love them and i adore them but they are sort of uh, relatively crap uh, you know, <laughs> like, so I, mate, I sell them you saw them no i i sell them people as in yeah yeah whenever i get them in you i sell, sell them. them mainly to girls no really no lads uh, men sick full grown men buy them good. as well good I have a, I have a regular customer that uh, you know a, a banker in London used yeah. to use it as his station car mate loved it they're amazing yeah, they yeah. are literally golf balls they're go-karts they're the most fun things I have to drive the series 4 the latest version 595 competizione is a winner because let's yeah. face it the 695 Proposto was a joke <laughs> how much they're Fiesta ST money. Yeah, yeah. So uh, fully, fully, fully spec. Tick every single box on a five nine five competition journey. Uh, Twenty four grand. Twenty five, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's ticking every single box. Yeah. I think they start around nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, but one hundred eighty horsepower. So much fun. Italian flair. Sound the nuts. Can chuck it around a track. Um, surprisingly stable on motorways. The only reason I didn't pick them. Is that is one car again bad snobbery? Oh, well, fit five hundred, mate. Oh, what in a bath? Oh, what? Like people just do not get it yeah, until they explain. You got to explain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you drove it, you'd know. Yeah, um, yeah. And so that's why I just don't want to put anyone through that hassle. <laughs> <laughs> but as a thing to drive. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, not a lot of space in them. That's the thing, again, I'm not hugely practical. We did have a lot of space in your one, mate. Mm. You had two seats. <laughs> had tons of space. It had a ball cage You only in the just way. about had room for a radio in the back. <laughs> <laughs> just about. Aftermarket speaker. So my third choice is actually a bit of a controversial one. Not one I expected to make. Ooh. Don't look. Don't cheat. Oh. I have a laptop open uh, with my list in front of me for those of you sometimes not watching. Sometimes we have to look at this. Yeah, yeah, sometimes we have to remind ourselves. <laughs> yeah. BMW 140i. This is coming from Sam, the I don't like BMW man. Now, this is largely coming... I've never driven one. Never driven one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you haven't driven the new Fiesta ST, so... No, yeah, I suppose. Um, fair, fair. This is purely based on Instagram. I think they look... Awesome rear wheel drive, which I think is winner, yeah, for a hot hatch. Can I have it in a manual? Have it in a manual, it's too fast for a manual. A lot of panel, a lot of panel, <laughs> a lot of panel, a lot of power, sounds fruity, and yeah, just wicked. Yeah, I love the concept of it. I say, I think it looks amazing. Very few rear wheel drive hot hatches, just winning. Yeah, a not lot, a lot of room in them though. And no, there were a lot really? of money. Not a lot of room. There's not a lot of room in the back, and there's not a lot of room in the boot. So as a uh, practical hot hatch, you have to go back to the Golf or the Audi. That's interesting. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. I appreciate well, you, that insight. You've never driven one. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, they I do drive good, though. 
Yeah. They do drive, and they do sound good. They sound good. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly drive good. They look good. I'd like to buy one. BMW. Please. Uh, please, for a little bit of time. Do, how do you find the BMW hot hatch shells, though? Because one series has been around for a huge amount of time now. Uh, I've not had a 140. I only had 135s. Or the 235s, which is the coupe version, which is the baby version of the M2, essentially. Um, we do all right with them. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, we do all right do with both right. of them. Um, the, 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 the biggest problem with them is they're so cheap on PCP new. Oh really? Yeah, that when if we, yeah if we get a year old one, we struggle with it, um, mainly because you can get a new one on finance for the same or less than what. Magnitude, expect a phone call. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, you know that is that is the whole <laughs> yeah, reason why. That's the whole reason so why. So once they get two or three years old, then they're decent. So that is uh, six cars that we have chosen between us um, as our sort of picks. Now, obviously, as we've mentioned a few times, there are so many hot hatches out and about, so many new ones, so many ones that have been out for a while, and everyone seems to have their sort of favourites. It seems to be a very loyal base when it gets into hot hatch sort of territory. So let us know. Comment below um, or tweet us. If you're listening to us only, please tweet us. Let us know what you think the best hot hatch on the market is now new that you could go out and buy new don't send us things saying you know that Renault 5 turbo um we want to know new because there are you know Peugeot are doing bits um the GTR yeah the Vauxhall are doing bits I mean there's there's lots of stuff going on so so send us some messages or comment below uh, let us know your favorites or even what you're in what you're driving but also let us know if you have any bad experiences I feel like there's also a lot of expectation when it comes to the hot hatch world I think they're quite solid though the hot hatch world as in because it's such a competitive market I think they're all fairly bulletproof. I mean, they've all been making them a long time now. Mm -hmm. and they've all had a good run up at them. So I think they're all pretty decent. I think so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What we want to do, I want to ask you now, is basically for an alternate because all of the cars we've selected have been new and they range from, as we discussed, around 20 to. 50 <laughs> grand for your RS3. <laughs> um, 50 odd. Let's talk about the used market and let's talk about, I don't know, the 10 to 15 grand sort of price point. If someone was coming in here who wanted a hot hatch but you know wasn't looking to buy one new, was looking to buy one used, what are some good steals, some sort of great cars that are sort of half that price, as I say, between sort of 10 and 15 grand? Uh, Fiesta ST again. So the previous generation the, the the generation now so like you can get a 2016 car st3 which is the top of the range one with sub twenty thousand miles on it for 13 grand that is i mean that's a steal because that's a yeah, wicked little car yeah um golf gti um not 7.5 but mark 7 okay at least um Get one of them for 15k. I think you probably could get one for 15k. A bit higher mileage. It might be up on the miles, but, but you'll get but one. They're all right, right? Golf's a higher mileage. I mean, no, yeah, they're yeah. bulletproof. They're kind of, um, they're not really a steal. They're actually quite expensive to golf, but it, it, it's where everyone t seems to put their money essentially with their own money they'll buy. Um, Again, any of the, the Renaults or the Vauxhalls, they all seem to be very cheap after a couple of years, the VXRs and the. McGann's and stuff. Uh, what else? Again, the Abaths. Yeah, there no, we go. no, they they'll they'll be 
under 15 grand after yeah. a couple of years. Ser- series three, I think the series four seem to be holding their values quite well because I have had a look before, at least for the 595 comps. Yeah. But the series three, the previous generation, which was the shape of my 695 Proposto for any main channel viewers, um, still a great car. Uh, and yeah, I think a bit of a steal, as you say, 12, 13 grand. 135s, I think you can probably get ooh, them for 15 ooh, grand. Fruity. Yeah, yeah. BMW fans. There's, there's a lot, mate. There's, there's a lot. There's yeah, a lot. You're spoiled for choice. Yeah. And it probably does come down to personal preference. Yeah. Uh, and I do think, you know, because it's so competitive, it comes down to what you want looks-wise, badge-wise, performance-wise, whether you want a true driver's car, whether you want to do a bit of style. And it is a matter of getting out there and driving, isn't it? I think, you know, it's worth trying a few different cars to see which ones fit with you. Um, whilst a lot of people just get in their heads, I think especially the younger people, you go, oh, all I want is an S3, all I want is a Golf R, whatever. Uh, but it's worth checking it out. And, and to be fair and to give Tony a bit of a plug, you do often have uh, cars down here and and so people could easily get in touch and come down and check out yeah, the yeah. options and 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 so see if, i recommend doing that either going on a day when you can go to a number of different dealerships and try out things or go to an independent like tony that has a few cars that you can just back to back look over and check out and and maybe even test um so so yeah I think uh, I think that's where it's at. Um, it's been a, a shorter episode than usual, but it's been one that we we've been wanting to do, and we like doing these kind of like you know car buyer specials. Oh, they're good fun. Again. They're good fun. Yeah. They're hopefully useful consumer advice. Bit of insight. Bit of insight. <laughs> um, <laughs> let us know what you want our next topic to be. We've done supercars. We've done fifty thousand pound cars. We've now done hot hatches, uh, SUVs. Maybe I'm not really sure, but yeah, let, yeah. Let us a know. lot of SUVs. Yeah, there mm. you go. We're happy. Actually, looking over uh, out behind us, I can already see a Merc. Uh, SUV um, there's loads an Audi SUV there's loads of bits and bobs Um, so yeah again tweet us comment below um, uh, let us know that as well Uh, if you're watching us on the YouTube channel hit subscribe turn notifications on make sure you don't miss future episodes if you're listening to us make sure to keep following us on whatever platform you are listening to us on you can follow me Sam uh, at Seen Through Glass on most platforms you can follow Tony at Gravelwood Car Sales on most platforms as well I think that's about it yeah done ciao Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 